Hi there guys and welcome back to episode 17 of the Pints and Pundits podcast. Uh, in today's episode we're going to be building up to the big game as United uh, prepare to entertain Liverpool on Sunday at Old Trafford. Uh, we'll also be covering the other Premier League fixtures coming up and also taking on the viewers questions and when we get to the interactive section of today's show uh, we're switching roles where I'll be testing Pav's football knowledge but in particular today is uh, focusing on United Liverpool so we'll be looking at that and before we roll into it a big shout out to friends and partners of the channel Duck and Cubby you can check out the project range in the link of the description in the video uh, Pav big cheers mate cheers buddy you haven't had a pint for a while have you <laughs> cheers about a couple of hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, how you doing Peaky good not bad good a uh, bit of a welcomed international break I think we'd both yeah. agree with after last time we are on the road at St James's Park Losing 1-0 to 19th place, Newcastle well before the game kicked off. Mm -hmm. uh, came out that feeling quite deflated, didn't we? Absolutely deflated. And as the title of this kind of podcast suggests, it's, uh, it's time to bounce back. And the big question which we're going to kind of get into in, in today's chat is, is are we going to? Um, I mean, it's, it's it's the one that we all look out for. Isn't it? I mean, we've we done the fixture release. Um, we were together when it, when it yeah. came out. And... Um, First one I look for is United Liverpool. Yeah, and, and always. It, every year it's been the same. Obviously, you look for the opening day, but yeah. then um, always after that, it's like, where's United Liverpool? Yeah. And we're on the first meeting of that season. We are indeed, but it has to be said that Liverpool are coming into this game 100% record with 24 points. Uh, United, on the other hand, are sitting 12th uh, with nine points. Three losses so far this season. Um, I know we're going to go into it in more detail, but it's one of them games, even though we're in this bad run of form and Liverpool are obviously flying at the top of the league, it's one of them games what could define our, not define our season, change our season round, should I say, where if we get a result against Liverpool, and I know mm. a lot of people are going to say, peaky, it's not happening, mate, but it could potentially happen. It's one of them games where players should be up for it. They don't yeah. really need to you be can't, if you, if, drilled if up players to players that have been deflated so far this season, yeah. uh, you know, aren't up for, uh, aren't, don't, raise their game for Sunday and what are you doing at the club yeah, I mean this 100%. is there's, there's a lot of people a lot of pundits out there like I think I saw the, the Sky Sports they put the post out on social media the combined 11 yeah absolutely fucking taking a piss and man. we went through it yesterday didn't we yeah they're, they're basically <laughs> if anyone's seen it Sky Sports I think it was I don't know what pundit done it but um, they done a combined 11 where it was um, United versus Liverpool who, who would get into the combined 11 team and uh, player for player, every player was, was Liverpool starting eleven. Yeah. Now, yeah, we were sat down, we were looking at, it, we were like, "Well, it's not wrong, is it?" The only one I questioned was Pogba against Henderson, but if it was done on current form as an eleven, then Pogba shouldn't be in there. He's been injured and his form's not been great. Even season from the last season, you got you know, Henderson, didn't you? It's embarrassing. You know, you would expect United over the years would have had mm. four or five or majority of that starting eleven as a United player. Yeah, yeah. But how the tables have turned, and um, but then like, obviously everyone's writing us off, Peaky. But the, the the games that we've been written off against, like the Chelsea opening season, not many people had a stand for that. Yeah, um, Leicester. Everyone said Leicester was going to get something out of that. The way they were in form and the way we were playing, uh, and we came away with that, both for two wins. And it was a bit like that last season. The ones that people wrote us off, we, we actually done all right in. And I, I've been, I've been so optimistic throughout the summer and even parts of this season. I don't know, maybe you reckon we're going to get something out of this? It's one of them because we all, the one other thing we sort of said with this United team, they've got the ability, it seems, to go and turn it on in the bigger games, hmm. but then go and lose to the likes of Newcastle away. We'll probably get something out of the game against Liverpool on Sunday. Then we travel to Norwich the following mm, weekend there, yeah. and we'll probably drop points there. And it's going to be one of them seasons, I think. And um, 
I think you've hit the nail on the head though, though, when you mentioned about if, as a United player, if you can't get yourself up for a United versus Liverpool game, then what are you doing at the club? Like this game means so much more than just three points. It's the, mm. the rivalry over the years. So of, if we walk away from that and they've smacked us 3-0, 4-0, and that's not out of the question, is it? At all. It's not. How are you going to be feeling as fans? We haven't one of our worst ever starts to a season. Um, we're in a total mess in transitionally, bored down, everything, right? Yeah. And then you've just seen Liverpool lift the European Cup come within um, so close to the title yeah. points clear at the moment you're going to probably see them go and lift potentially lift the title and how's that going to make United fans feel deflated mate we're going to be looking for a hole to go and hide in because um, mm. it is embarrassing because we're not we're not performing badly in a few games we're on this terrible run of form where as a football club now like you just said from board level all the way down the club is an absolute mess. It's not as though mm. we're in a bad run of form of two or three games. It's been bad for a while and it's, it mm. doesn't look or seem to be getting any better. Um, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer's squad is so thin at the moment and obviously we can't bring anyone else in until January. That's if we do bring anyone in. Even if it comes to January, you might bring the odd one or two players in. You're not going to have a massive overhaul. Mm. Um, there's big, big concerns for the football club. I think we've got to be realistic with kind of what we're working with, what Oli's working mm. with and accept that there is there is every every potential that we could get absolutely mm. hammered on on Sunday. If we if we, if we like look at this a bit tactically and we kind of match the teams off a bit, our style of play we we don't know what it is. No, it's, it's lackluster. I'm going with that's yeah. our style of play. Whereas you look at Liverpool, it's blockbuster, rock and roll. They're yeah. at you. It's fast. It's pacey. Shot song. It's everything. Right. You look at the managers, you've got Klopp versus Oli. Yeah. As much as we back Oli, we know tactically he is lacking in that area, an area hopefully he improves on. Whereas you look at Klopp, he's he's developed his defensive game from when he first started at Liverpool. The attacking side has always been there and it's always kind of it's always gonna be a prominent feature <clears throat> of, of his style. When you match those two up and in current form, I just don't see how Oli's gonna put together a masterclass of tactics to, to overcome it I just it, you, you know last season there was a couple of games where away from home this is when Ollie was interim manager and we had that fantastic run mm. but the games away from home against Arsenal in particular and Tottenham away from home he went with a game plan where we soaked the pressure up and we were hitting teams on the counter attack and we, and we got some fantastic results by doing that mm. The problem what we've got now is, as you just said about a masterclass and, and him tactically getting things right for Sunday, we're struggling to create chances in what's meant to be our attacking style of play at the struggling moment. Struggling to get shots on target. We saw it against games, Newcastle, yeah. we saw it against Alkmaar. Um, we, I don't think, can... Because a game like this, when you're in a bit of bad form, as an ex-player, I would have said, right, coming into this game, let's just shut up shop for the majority of the game. Let's stop them from scoring. Because mm. in a football game, you'll always create one or two big chances and it's about being clinical. But with this current United team you and don't confidence... If, you don't know if they're going to get we don't that one think chance. I, I can't yeah. see us getting a chance. Or I can't even see Oli saying, right, we're going to play a 4-5-1 mm. and just defend and then just try and nick something on the counter-attack. And the other thing is Liverpool defensively are so strong. Their full-backs are going to pin mm. our wingers back. Centre-backs have got their Matip I think, and, I think they, they've shown They've shown weaknesses so far this season. I mean, Van Dijk's had a couple of occasions and on international duty as well where he has... He's been exposed a little Slipped bit. Up, yeah. Um, the game against Salzburg, where what was it? They, I think they they came back. Salzburg came, came back, back from exactly. about three three yeah. goals, yeah. 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 Um, and even the Premier, they have they're letting in more goals. But like you said, the the way that they attack you, it's you're playing on the back foot half the time. And yeah. looking at kind of our attack versus their defence, they've got Firmino, Mane, Salah. Yeah, we're gonna have to 
really look like hope the likes of Wan-Bissaka is going to keep Mane quiet. Yeah. I've got a feeling Oli might play Axel Twanzebi left back to... Just to try and nullify that. Ma- nullify uh, yeah. Salah. Because you, you're putting Young or um, Shaw's back. Sh- yeah. You can't put a Shaw coming back from an injury against an in informed no. Salah. It's got to be probably Axel. And then yeah. That's a big game, man. Salah's one of the top European talents out there. Pacey is anything. Yeah. Uh, Twanzebi's just entered the squad. And you're putting him left back, which is not a position he's fully accustomed to, yeah. to, to go and do a job. Um, and then on the back of that, you've got... Maguire and Lindelof and he would then keep Firmino quiet but then who's behind them you've got the likes of Henderson and everyone else playing balls here, here there everywhere. and that's where I think we might struggle in the game whoever is the middle three for United how are they going to be able to cope with the Liverpool because, it's, it's, because it's, they, they move the ball yeah. they bomb on, bomb on as well it's, it's going to be quite dependent on Pogba as well obviously we've seen the photos he's putting on social media he's training but he's in a cast so yeah I don't know. Is he, is he gonna? Be, is it gonna be like a last minute call? Or? Even with him though, we saw him come and feature against Reading um, when he was injured, and I think he just come into that game to get ninety minutes under his belt. But he looks. But we, we were Rochdale, sat in the stands. Game, yeah. Sorry, Rochdale yeah. game. We, we we were in the stands. He was like one of the worst on the pitch that game. Man. Very sluggish. Too many touches on the ball. Kept getting caught in possession against a team that were sixteenth or seventeenth, whatever it was in league in League One. And um, again, Liverpool is a massive game. Is it the right game to bring somebody like Pogba back in? Um, I think Wambasaka. I think we need him to come back in. Which he's mm. been a, one of our best players, if not the best player, consistent mm. performer so far this season. Interestingly enough, as well, um, this weekend marks four years to the weekend uh, since Jurgen Klopp's been manager of Liverpool. To that weekend, <laughs> to, to this weekend. So, what? Look, let's talk about him for a little bit because I think he, he deserves a bit of praise uh, for what he's done there in four years. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. And, and why is that? Is that because of Liverpool came so close under Brendan Rodgers? Um, and then they obviously brought Klopp in and they just persisted and stuck with him. And now, four years, they're reaping the benefits mm. of what his plan was and what his, what yeah, his vision I mean, was. They've done it smartly. I mean, in terms of big, big signings that they've made, Salah was on the cheap. Yeah. Um, Firmino was on the cheap, I believe. Mane, they got for, what was it, like 20? Yeah. Something, quite a cheap deal. And I remember when there was talks about United getting money from Southampton. Yeah, we, bro, we, were, know, clo- we were close, close, man. I remember, yeah. remember that window. We were close. Like, yeah. I thought it was pretty much in the bag, but it never went through. I think... That summer we were either going for Mane or Pedro, I believe, yeah. and then neither, neither neither came through. Yeah. Um, so, look, Klopp obviously he was very heavily criticised opening years about his defensive yeah. uh, tactics, and obviously the whole thing hanging over him of not winning um, a major major trophy. Uh, defensively, he got it sorted out. Obviously, they, the, the big signings that they did make were Allison and Van Dijk, yeah. and um, they've not been flops, have they? No, nah, no. Nah. So that's that's kind of shown that he knows where to buy um, and kind of buy correctly. And and the kind of style of play he's implemented, like, it's just, you got to, as a United fan, you don't like to say it, but you got to sit back and admire it. One, one thing I, I've noticed with Klopp when I've watched his teams is that he obviously has this clear style of play where he likes to get high energy, high press, winning the ball, hype the pitch and all that. Mm. The first season or two, um, I felt he was overworking his play. So come Christmas, they would naturally they'll, they'll fall yeah. away, they'll burn out. We but knew that as well. Like we, we, we Everyone used to say Liverpool's are you. They're going to burn out. United fans used to say, come January, it, they're, they're, they're done. Fall away. Yeah. But now, I think with the squad he's brought in there and the players he's got sitting on the bench and part of his squad rotation policy, it allows him now to go that bit further. So the second half of the season, he's got people on the bench. Look look at Shakira who he brought in. Um from Stoke, like absolute bargain for what mm. he is, and he's he's not going to be a starter every week, but mm. he's an impact player. He can come on and have it, make a difference. James Milner seems to be going on and on, and Milner's being one of their be, best players. You know, he man, seems yeah. to be their most consistent performer. He's turned as Henderson well. into you know passing maestro effectively. Yeah. Just 
controlling games like and and, and people used to knock Jordan Henderson <clears throat> and probably still do for the style of player he is and whatever mm. else and how good is he realistic but he, he, he seems to be an integral part of Klopp mm. and his team and he keeps things ticking for them funnily enough if if, if we lose uh, heavily against Liverpool could it be the second time in two years that Klopp has dismissed the United manager and I believe I mean, Mourinho this, was this, sacked this, after yeah, <laughs> yeah. Liverpool I mean, this, game. this is the thing Piggy like We've got we we got a lot of Manchester United friends, and we're kind of actively asking, like, how do you see this going down? Yeah. Because as kind of you know YouTubers and kind of reporting on games, we're so into it that sometimes we're a bit too in, like we don't see the outside perspective. Yeah. Um. So whenever we ask our friends, they're like, you know, I don't know, he's not got long, or he's got to go. Some of them are completely yeah, some sold. Are, some some are sold go. that he's got to go. Obviously, anybody watches the channel, they know we hundred percent back Holly and, Holly and yeah. That's kind of we, we, we you have to at the moment just because you can't go on repeating a negative cycle. Um, but like I said, if we get if we get smacked two three nil four nil and it's not a kind of strong performance from United, there's going to be fans calling for his head, man. It's, it's also the confidence factor. Is the, these players already must be. I bet they couldn't wait for the international break just to go and play mm. and you know play in a winning team, like, you know, football, get yeah. a result, but. If they go and lose against Liverpool, embarrassingly, what does that do for the squad, the confidence going into the Norwich game, which is going to be a tri tricky fixture as well? Then we travel to um, uh, we've got the Europa League game away. Well, Europe, then we have got Chelsea in the and then EFL. Chelsea in the EFL. So there's some tricky, tricky games coming <laughs> up there. I think we said this on the match review after Newcastle. You said the same thing. We have got some tricky games. I said, look, man, like what game ain't tricky for going to be for United this moment. season, man? I mean. Yeah, I mean, if, if we get if we get smacked heavy against Liverpool, it could be a big downward spiral where it, we might not be able to stop, man. You're going to get a bit embarrassing. But uh, guys, listen, as we are kind of chatting here, we do always come to uh, the comments section on this video. So make sure if there's anything we've missed, or you want to join in with the conversation, mm. uh, anything to do with what we're talking about, jump into the comments section. We will come and uh, catch up on the comments a little bit later on in this video. Um, but also want to give um, a little bit of time to our good friends and our partners of the channel here, Duck and Cover. Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot of people message us on the old Instagram and, and even comment on here about Peaky or Pav, where's that hoodie from? Or where's your, where's your uh, on the match day, we've got nice sort of range jackets mm. that have got us. Obviously, we've been rocking their gear now since the start of the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, first and foremost, how does it fit? How do you find it? Yeah, man, obviously, um, everyone knows we're kind of proud partners of the channel with, with Duck and Cover. And um, I mean, to be honest, Peaky, as, as we run the channel, we've had kind of brand opportunities with, yeah. with other companies. Some that didn't really fit. We're not just going to go and get a brand on, on board. Anybody we want it to fit with the channel. And uh, when we sat down with, um, I think, if you guys have seen the podcast with Johnny, we've done it at Duck and Cover HQ. Um, they're all about that kind of football terrace background. That's yep. where they kind of originated from. They brought the brand back. Uh, they're really <coughs> kind of tailoring all their clothing to that kind of terrace wear and that kind of football style. And um, yeah, man, when, when we're on a match day, I'm, when, I try, when I'm looking at my wardrobe in the morning, I've got a lot of selection He's there. A, a selection headache there, not, not on the pitch, in the wardrobe. <laughs> um, but guys, if you want to check out the project range, look, the link of the description, sorry, in the link of the description of this video, you can check it out there. Give it a click uh, after this mm. podcast finishes and go and check out their hoodies, their rain jackets. They've they got nice t-shirts in there, jeans, the, the, the work. So make sure you go and check it out. They've got a few offers on as well at the minute, so make it, take advantage of them uh, and go and, uh, go and treat yourselves as the uh, winter season is about <laughs> to kind of kick in um right coming on to the next kind of part of today's mm. podcast we're looking at the rest of the premier league table yeah. um let's focus a little bit on manchester we're looking city. up are we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we're looking up mate uh we uh, manchester city crystal palace um can they close the gap on liverpool because it's been interesting because man city normally is set in the benchmark for everybody else mm. and everyone's playing catch up with city but does the, that the, hold the, the, the norwich game 
where they lost away yes. and then the Wolves, Wolves at home. home. A lot of people are saying Pep's kind of, his aura has his kind of that, that bubbly holds over man. Has it popped? Is it? Do teams know now we can we can beat these lot? Yeah. And do you think that's down to not replacing Vincent Company at centre back? And he must. I he, think you know, he's a big I think, part. I think of it's that a team. factor. It's yeah. a factor. I mean, uh, you look at like so Otamendi. I think Laporte's out till what was it January? Yeah. Um, Long term injury there. Defensively, yeah. I mean, they're, they're not fully as strong. John Stones is never. It's not really fulfilled the player he was meant to be. I don't know yeah. if he will get to that level. Yeah. Um, Attacking-wise, you can't take anything away. You've got Sterling, absolutely amazing. You've got Kevin De Bruyne, Aguero, uh, list goes on, Bernardo Silva. Um, but yeah, defensively, they're suspect. They're letting, they're letting in goals. And maybe it might be a season for them where it's more scoring more than the opposition rather than keeping clean sheets. Keeping clean but um, sheets. you never know with City. Like, what was it? They beat Watford, was it 8-0? Yeah. They come back after, after that Norwich loss. So who knows? We might see... Pep Ryan them up for another another beating. The interesting thing with this for me is that obviously City are dropping points. Liverpool's confidence on the pitch is high anyway. They're then seeing them sort of results and probably getting even more boosted. Um, obviously, as a United fan, I, would, I wouldn't want any of these two to win the oh, league. Yeah, but out yeah. the two, it would definitely be City yeah, over Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, look, let's let's see if City can obviously get back to um, you know get that swagger about them. Um, you know, stop dropping points against teams you would expect them to kind of brush aside mm. uh, with ease. Guardiola made a few comments about Foden as well, saying, um, you know, he's about worth about five million. It's a bit of a mil, strange one, yeah. He's not playing. He's been he's, he's been hyping up Foden for the last season and a half yeah, now, and yeah. obviously come out with them comments saying, uh, first I think I think beginning of the season or last season he said he's he's the most talented player he's ever worked with. Yeah. Bear in mind he's worked with Lionel Messi, um, <laughs> and then he's making comments like, you know, uh, he's unsellable, wouldn't sell him for five hundred million. Well, you know, barely, play, playing, barely playing the kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, He's not like he's 16, 17, he's like 20, was it 21? Yeah. yeah 20, so 21. So um, it's time to put up or shut up, if you know what I mean, man. Definitely, like, definitely. And uh, the only reason I think he's saying that is to keep him interested and keep yeah, him like, at the club. Who knows, he might want to do with Jadon Sancho, where Sancho was kind of trying to get into that first team. And Pep goes, look, you can train. He said to Sancho, you, you can train with the team, but yeah. you're not ready for the first team. Yeah. Okay, Sancho goes and shows him what he's all about. And he goes off. Um, so maybe it's a, maybe a bit of a tactic to kind of keep him interested. Uh, another game is Chelsea uh, versus Newcastle. Now, Chelsea have mm. kind of, I wouldn't say they've surprised us in the sense that they are where they are. But I think, Frank, that transitional period has gone so smoothly and he looks to mm. be getting good we, results. We were quite sceptical over Frank. Yeah. Um, myself particularly, I thought, I, don't think, I think Chelsea are going to struggle just because of the factors in play of Losing Hazard, the transfer ban, Frank, yeah. new manager, being stuck with young like a lot team, of young all of that stuff. Yeah, but um, to be fair, man, Mason Mount, Tammy Abraham, two players that have turned up this season, man, to a very good level as well, and um, they can sustain that. And also, Pulisic can kind of you know get his game going. She hasn't really got off onto the, you know got going properly, and then you know you got look likes of Loftus Cheek and um, Hudson Odoi to kind of really get into the mix as well. Who knows, man? Frank could get him into that top four. Obviously, with the win this weekend, they could enter the top four. Um, but look, looking at the season as a whole, because we felt they might be one of the clubs to fall out of that top four this mm. season. Um, but look, realistically, have they got a chance of um, you know competing and, and breaking into that top four come end of the season? I think current form, yes. But the the thing with a young team like that is, can they last a distance? It's, it's okay starting like that, yeah. but you need that experience and that kind of guy or two kind of push you through and keep you going but then they still got lots of William and Pedro and um, Kante and you know Jorginho players like that who are fairly senior experienced players who can kind of bridge the gap effectively so there's a, there's a lot of potential at Chelsea which we probably wrote off a bit um, 
Fair play to uh, Frank, man. And, and I think looking at it, I think that's where United as a club and a lot of fans will probably agree with me when I do say this, is that these youngsters we've got coming through, four or five of them, haven't really got anyone senior with a lot of experience who, who's playing well to look mm. up to and, and, you know, look after them on the pitch a little bit. So maybe that's a problem for United and uh, why it's working for Chelsea with the youngsters coming through. Uh, Monday night, 8pm kickoff is Sheffield United. They entertain Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal aiming for a top four finish uh, with United and Spurs both failing to kind of impress mm. so far this season. How have you found Arsenal? Because obviously they brought Pepe in in the summer. Um, so Louise came in uh, at the heart of the defence and, mm. and everyone thought, not sure how it's going to go, but they've not, again, not been too bad. Yeah, I mean, the game we played them, it was a bit of a, neither, te yeah. neither team really impressed. But um, I mean, overall, they've been kind of grinding some results out. Um, I think it was at the Villa game they came back and won. Uh, a couple other games where they kind of, Seasons gone by, you would have seen them get turned just over folded, or, just, yeah. or just kind of give up effectively. But yeah. there's a bit of fight about them, something a bit different about them this season. Pepe still got to kind of reach heights of the transfer fee he was he was bought for, yeah. but um, em pressures on Emery as well. I mean, second season now, isn't he? He's an established manager when he came into the scene, yeah. so I think he knows for himself he's got to get at least top four. And with ourselves not getting top four, with Spurs looking like who knows what's going to go on there. With there, yeah. Um, Doors open, man, for that kind of sec that uh, third and fourth spot. Because we, we thought third was going to be nailed Spurs. Yeah. So we thought it was only fourth that was up fourth. for grabs, but it looks like there's two spots there. So out of all the teams that were there or thereabouts, Chelsea and Arsenal, would, I think you would say at this moment in time, are the two who might be more likely to kind of break into that top four. Yeah, but I reckon Spurs will, you know, it's one of those ones where Spurs, you wouldn't be surprised in a month's time if Spurs are the playing the best football in the league. Just because yeah. they, they have that about them where they'll go on a bit of a run and you know, do a bit low-key where they just win and win and win and then they're back in the mix. And then as soon as you know, they've gone 10, 15 unbeaten type thing. Yeah. Um, guys, uh, this is the part of the show where we do come on to the viewers' questions. Um, so a big warm welcome to everyone who's with us. Mm -hmm. If you haven't already, guys, don't forget, hit that subscribe button and smash that thumbs up uh, button as well. Like the video, jump into the comments section and uh, Pav, what we got, mate? Mm. Uh, so Abdullah, is uh, he's commented, Pogba, Mambasaka and Shaw are all expected to be available versus Liverpool. Uh, Martial also in contention. That's he's saying that's why the the paper, the mirror. Yeah. Uh, if that is the news, then you know it's not bad. If then it's a case of Oli picking who he thinks is going to yeah. be all right to play. I don't. I don't think Shaw should start though. No. It's not. It's not. Like said, not it's not a sort of game you can start. No. Um, Marco, who's commented, um, we have no chance. The team is depleted. No one. Is, no one is turning up. Can't argue with that. Yeah. I can't argue with that, Marco. I agree, mate. It's just look to the players or just to f try and get a bright spark from something like the Newcastle game when we, we you know we reviewed the game we tried to mm. find some positives just couldn't find anything really it's, honestly it's couldn't it's been a few games like that Peaky, yeah. where we, we've tried to see what, what what good came out of this game what can we look back and say he played well or we saw a bit of a spark tactically here or I was excited yeah. by that formation nothing you know what I mean nothing um, Brings us on to the next question from Daniel Johnson, which is quite an interesting one. I'd like to talk about this as well. I think we can say Daniel James for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's still knocked out after that, um, that head, head injury. injury. <laughs> um, Daniel Johnson, he's, he's commented, um, why is the manager of Manchester United allowed to learn on the job? True. And Jamie Redknapp pulled it up. He said if he wasn't a former United player, his CV is nowhere near. Hmm. It would nowhere near get him to the United job. Um I just, you know what, like in hindsight, you look back now and you think, oh, I just wish they didn't give him the job because of it's tarnished his whole kind of thing as a club legend, scoring mm. that last minute winner and obviously everything else he'd done before that. He is, he didn't have the right credentials for the job. He mm. had that good run of form. Should they have kept it as that? 
All I'm saying now they've brought into Wally and his program, we have to stick with him. And and, and that's just me yeah. saying, so we don't keep, we can't keep chopping and changing it and being mm. too knee jerk, or we're just going to always be in this vicious cycle. Stick with it now. We've mm. brought into a plan. It's, it's, it's a matter of circumstance right now. Yeah. In an ideal world, we wouldn't, we wouldn't want to be where we are now with this level of manager. But when you failed and failed and failed with three different other managers yeah. and everything's just on a downward spiral and we're where we are now, where we are now with what happened towards last season when Oli came in, it's, it's a matter of circumstance and we just need to see it out now. And I know a lot of people say, yeah, but when Sir Alex Ferguson was in charge of United, it took him four years to win anything or, you know, he started on a real bad run and I get all of that. But then football was very different back then. There was no bigger structures in football clubs in terms of when when Sir Alex Ferguson come in, he changed the whole thing around the club with the youth system, mm. the scouting network. All of that stuff's already in place. So Oli can't, I don't think, make massive, massive differences behind closed doors and the structure of the club. I think football is so um, short-term now, isn't it? Managers and yeah. players. Um, I just hope it turns around, or he can turn it around for himself and, and, and you know, win a few of the fans back and, and you know, but we... Hopefully support the club with him taking us back up the back up the league table. Absolutely, yeah. On to the next comment from Ice Vane. He's um, commented, "Do you think Oli is making a point to the board with the formation and tactics for not backing, uh, not being backed in the summer transfer window?" Um, I don't think well, what, he's only shooting himself in the foot. Yeah, if that and was I think the case. He's, he's a big fan of the football club, yeah. so he would want the club to be. Mm. You know, I don't think um, he's. Doing, I think he's just working with what he's got. To be honest. Om Kadka is commented, uh, I'm sure United will win on Sunday. Uh, Pogba, Basaka and Martial must start. This January, Oli must sort things out no matter what. There are a majority of players um, on that pitch with no standard of playing. So he's quite, he's confident, but he's still, you know, he's, he's made it. Saying those three have got to start, Pogba, Basaka and Martial. But it, when you've got two two players, three players coming back from an injury to start a high-paced game. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. They might pull up again. And I remember last season when we played Liverpool, I think we had three injuries. We had to make three substitutions in the first 20 minutes. And, you know, plan B, well, mm. plan A goes out the window. What is plan B? Because you weren't one player, fair enough, but three players in the, and then Rashford played the rest of the game hobbling yeah. around. And But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who he brings back that, in, that who start, he thinks That starting 11, when it drops at 3.30pm, uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting yeah. one. That could be that could tell the tale of the game effectively. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, final comment here from Bill Baggio. Um, he's gone with uh, our young players have not had various loans compared with Chelsea's younger players, hence why theirs look better. Our lack of our lack of experience of men's football and stamina uh, to play at this level. Um, you, what do you say to that? You know, to Bill, I I agree because I forgot when it was. I was I don't know if it was on Full Time Devils podcast I did or when. It, Anyway, what I was saying is, is the class of 92 came in, Beckham had been on a loan period at Preston, Gary Neville, they'd all been out on loan, come into the first thing, there's some big characters around them to mm. look after them. We're not bringing in these players, um, you know, to come and kind of give them first team football experience. We're chucking them in to save save games for us. Mm. I hate to say it, but Tahith Chong looks too lightweight for me at the minute. He desperately needs to go out on loan just to get a bit of experience, be knocked about a bit. Gomez, um, Greenwood look, look decent. But we can't be relying on them in games. Like, you know, these guys have been nurtured and brought through the academy system, reserve team mm. football, but they can't be chucked in expecting us to expecting them to win games for us. Mm. And that's a sorry state of the club where we're at at the minute. And that's why they don't look as good as their sort of counterparts at Chelsea who've had the experience, like you said, out on loan. But they're also playing alongside players like Kante and, you know, a bit more mm. Premier League experienced players who are looking after them. So. Yeah, I mean, let's uh, see if 
the likes of Greenwood and Gomez can make themselves a hero on Sunday. I think you know what, out of all of them, Greenwood for me, he has looked good. You know, he's come yeah, on, he's and, come on and scored goals, and yeah. he's been fe- he's been fearless, hasn't he? When he's got the ball, he's looked yeah. to attack and take a man on. He made two goals for himself, the one against Astana and and Rochdale as well. So. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. But um, guys, thanks a lot for sending in your comments on this video. Keep them coming. Um, even when the live stream does finish or you're watching this at a later date, we do always come uh, to and from the comment section. Um, so keep them coming. But this is the part of the show which usually the room <laughs> just goes like this and I hate it. I hate the interactive section. So we switched it around this week. I'm going to be testing. After, after his poor form after for my the past form, 17 man, weeks. My, my confidence <laughs> was like that. Um, so... Basically, I'm going to be in charge today. I'm going to be asking Pav a series of questions. We've got three questions. Uh, jump into the comment. No, don't. Well, you can jump into play, the comment yeah, section, but you uh, better change your well, screen. I'm going to, I'm going to take Let, the comments off the screen. It. So, yeah, play along at home. I'll take the comments off the screen and uh, see if you guys can beat me to the punch. While I'm uh, answering the first question, I'm going to put it up on my phone. Right, so, Pav, first one. They're Man United, uh, Liverpool-based Question, questions, yeah, obviously, yeah. with the game coming up um, this weekend. Okay, first one is... Man United beat Liverpool 1-0 in the FA Cup final courtesy of a late Eric Cantona goal. But what year was this final in? I mean, I was born in 92, so I, I vaguely remember the Cantona years. Um, Just, I've, I've pulled it up F- on the FA stream. Cup final. FA Cup final. It was at the old Wembley. United were in red, red shirts. Liverpool were in that white and green-ish half-and-half shirt. It was a bit of a dull game as well, to be yeah. honest. It weren't a fantastic game. It's a 1-0 win. This what is a, year this was a, it This in? is a pure shot in the dark, <laughs> mate. So I'm going to go uh, 96-97. Oh, mate. I'm going to give you half a point. I'm going to give you half a point because it was 95-96. <laughs> no, it was a shot in the dark, man. Shot in the dark. Not yeah. a bad guess. I was about three years old then. Thank you very much. <laughs> bad fan. Look at that. Terrible fan. Three years old. He can't remember it. Um, okay. Steven Gerrard was sent off 30 seconds after coming on as a substitute for stamping on which Manchester and United? Herrera. Come on, man. Andrew Herrera. Easy. I wanted to warm him into it. <laughs> right, it was Andrew Herrera, of course, uh, in that uh, infamous game where Gerrard, I think, was that his last, it was his last game, obviously against United, because he retired that season. His last game. Was it second half, right? He came yeah, on second half. Came on at half time, didn't he? They yeah, made the yeah. sub at half time in 38 seconds and later. What was the final score in that one? Uh, I'm I'm sure we won that game as well. Yeah, yeah, we definitely I'm sure won we, it. We won it. Was it two 0 Is it away, right? Y- yeah, 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 yeah. I think. Yeah, is that one field? Is that, that that game? Yes, I think it was. Yeah, it was. He's over. Are you sure? No, no, because we were in the white kit that day. If you're in the comments, jump in. Let us know what the score was mm. that game. But yeah, literally, come on at half time, 38 yeah, seconds, yeah, mate. Yeah. He was off. Right, the decider. The decider. <laughs> Liverpool were victorious in the 2003 League Cup final at the Millennium Stadium. Back then, it was called the Worthington Cup against United. But what was the score? 0-3. final. Two thousand and three uh, final. Oh, fucking I'll man. give you. I'll give you a clue. Gerrard scored the first goal. It was deflected off Beckham, and it kind of just spun over Barthez, flew in like the top corner. But what was the score? Again, bro. Shot in the dark. Two um, one. Oh, so close. It what was two nil. Two nil. Two nil. Liverpool. Oh. It's hard, it's hard in that hot it's hard seat, in the seat, mate. mate your, <laughs> your mind goes blank. It, what it reminds me of is like, you know when you're with your mates and someone's got some music on, they're like, give me a song, give me a tune. Yeah, and your mind just goes blank. Say, you don't know what yeah. to say. 
but guys, that has been the interactive part of the show. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed it and joined in as well. Um, don't forget, if you're not watching this live, always jump back into mm. the comment section. We do come to and from uh, with them. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. Give this video a big thumbs up if you've enjoyed today's podcast uh, as we look forward to United versus Liverpool. Um, and just before we do sign out, as we mentioned, check out Duck and Cover, uh, the project range. The link is in the description of this video. Uh, they've been helping us to bring you guys the content that we are. So they're supporting the channel. Uh, you guys are supporting us. Make sure you check out their project range. Go and treat yourself. Go and pick yourself a nice hoodie or a little uh, rain jacket as well. Uh, loads of content coming for you guys this week as we do build up to United versus Liverpool. Obviously, myself and Pav will be at Old Trafford on Sunday. Hopefully, with three points mm. at the end of the game. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, we've got our match preview as well coming up. Um, as, little, as well a little later on in the week so stay tuned for that but thanks for joining us on the podcast uh, if you're listening to this um, on one of the major podcast platforms don't forget to also subscribe on there leave a review as well leave please. a review as well guys thanks a lot for tuning in and we'll catch you guys uh, a little later on in the week